Good afternoon, my AOWs. In today's episode, I am interviewing my new boss, CEO and founder of Midi Health, Joanna Strober. We talk all about why we're so excited to build something that could give better access to evidence-based care to women in midlife and at menopause. If you follow me over on Instagram, I'm at Heather HeatherHershamD. I've been talking about my excitement to this new job, this new position, this new innovation all week. So if you're ready to hear from Joanna herself about how we are going to change the world for the better, or so we hope, listen in. It's a wild ride. All right, let's do it. Welcome to Health by Heather Hirsch, a podcast dedicated to uncovering many of the women's health issues many of us are wondering about, but few of us are talking about. My mission is to expose the current gaps in knowledge and care on all things women's health. Enjoy. Okay, so the the cat's out of the bag. I am working. Yay! (laughs) Yay! I'm so excited. I could not be more excited. And I hope that we get into a little bit of the sort of how that all unraveled, and I'm sure that we will. But uh, welcome to the show. And I really want to start with asking, as I do most of my guests, you know, why midlife, why menopause? Why did you want to start a virtual platform for women's health? Tell, Tell the listeners, tell us a little bit about you and your story. Yeah. So, um, you know, unlike most of the listeners, uh, most of your speakers, I am a patient. I come to this from a perspective of a patient rather than a practitioner. Mm-hmm. But I got really interested in midlife care when I had a really hard time getting it, quite honestly. Yep. I was around 47 and I had stopped sleeping. And every night I was up at four o'clock in the morning and it was really wrecking my life, quite honestly, because During the day, I was eating more because I was stressed, because I wasn't sleeping. I was also waking up and my bed was soaking wet. It was was like then asking my husband to leave the bed and go away so I could have a dry part of the bed. And I... Right. (laughs) Exactly. And all these things were happening and I was still having my period. So I didn't even know it was related to menopause. Isn't it? To me. Yep. Yep. Right. All those things are like, I didn't have menopause and didn't even know the word perimenopause. And so I, I did go to a doctor, to a few doctors. And one of them told me that I needed, uh, that I was depressed and I needed uh, medication for my depression. Um, another one told me I had anxiety and I should go to a therapist. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really a, a path of, of uneducation, lack of education. And so I got really interested in understanding why I was getting such bad care. Eventually, I found this amazing doctor online. I paid a lot of money to go to her, Mm -hmm. and she put me on the right hormones, Mm -hmm. and my life was changed. Mm -hmm. And I felt so sad that it took me so long to get there. And I felt sad for all of my friends who were having the same issues and were not getting care. And so I was just... Uh, someone needs to try to fix this. And I just got very interested in how we could give access to great care. Oh my God. Well, we're kindred spirits because I've been trying to do the same thing, but only from the perspective of a clinician, like why is it 
that, you know, not everyone has the ability to have counseling or to discuss treatment or to have, you know, a, a visit with a really knowledgeable doctor. And that ping-ponging of like going back and forth between doctors is so common. Like how, how did that make you feel? I know the answer is frustrated, but how did that make you feel? I mean, it makes you feel really, it makes you feel terrible because a lot of them kind of accuse you of things. Like if you gain weight, they're like, well, maybe you're eating differently or you're not exercising. Um, you know, if you're, you know, not having a great sex life, they accuse you of other things. There's a lot of accusations, I think, from the medical profession that it's somehow related to what you're doing and the mistakes yeah. you're making rather than having the ability to help you. Yeah. And, um, you know, and from everyone I interviewed and myself, that was incredibly, incredibly frustrating. That's so interesting. So it feels like the onus was on you. You were doing something wrong the entire time. And if only you could fix these mysterious things that you had no idea about what was causing them, then that could fix right. it. Right. Yeah. So this lack of care seemed really quite obvious to you. And so I think to a lot of women, if they have a similar path as you, they do have this question of like, WTF? But like you were like, I'm going to fix this. <laughs> like you took it a step further. What was like the first step in thinking like, I want to fix this problem, like from an entrepreneurial, you know, viewpoint. So my co-founder, Sharon and I spent the first, I would say six to eight months looking at the industry and interviewing people, interviewing doctors, interviewing uh, people who had started companies in the space, understanding kind of what the space looked like. And we tried to figure out, is there a way we could solve this that would give access to a lot more women? Because that's really was our goal is how could we give access to great care to the greatest number of women? Yep. And initially we gave up quite honestly, because we saw there was this huge disconnect between these great practitioners and the women who needed care. And we couldn't figure out how to get it paid for. And then the COVID rules changed during, you know, the time when the healthcare was kind of different and changing. And all of a sudden we realized there was an opportunity that we could get this type of care covered by insurance. Mm -hmm. And so that really was a big revelation to us that now we could scale access to great care and get insurance coverage for this care. And so that's when we realized really we could build it into a great business that would truly democratize access to great care for women and give them access to the best experts and the best knowledge out there. And again, in a scalable way that wasn't concierge, but really access to for everyone. And that is obviously what excites me the most is being able to, to give everyone access to great care. I know, me too. You're, you absolutely are right here in that like the, the two models that we're kind of working on like pre-pandemic is like concierge care or an institution that's attached to typically a hospital or big healthcare systems. You know, certainly there's also individual docs that see patients and take insurance, but it's 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 narrowing. It's it's dwindling as hospital systems are buying out small clinicians, and then concierge medicine is only catering to those certain women who can afford that. So it's always been this, you know, duality here. Um, but this is really a huge a huge feat, and I kind of know firsthand of being able to utilize people's insurance. Um, and, and, and that kind of, I guess what I kind of want to ask you is like, how important was that factor? Because on one hand, 
it's easier to scale without it. But on the other, like it does make access so much better. For me, access is key. I mean, to, if I'm going to spend my the next 10 years of my life building a company, it's not for just wealthy women. It's really to give access to everyone to great care. To me, that's that's what motivates me. And so that really is the core of the company is being able to give access to great care to the greatest number of women possible. Yeah, the pandemic really like opened up a lot of, the pandemic opened up a lot of doors. As much as the pandemic certainly was not a good thing in general, we all lived through it, hopefully, right? And, but um, it really did give us a different viewpoint of everyone's different career paths. And specifically for me, on the other side of the country, I was in Boston doing telemedicine and loving telemedicine. And I could see all of my patients that way throughout the pandemic. And I too realized this is such a unique specialty where so much of what I'm doing is talking and consulting that I can really do this all via telemedicine. And right. It, it just really, um, it lends itself so nicely to that. What I also like about Midian, and I kind of want to ask you, like we at Midian incorporate so much more than, you know, the hormonal aspect. And, and, and that really serves as the basis of a lot of the clinical decisions. But, you know, things that women, you know, really care about and don't seem to get good care, like weight gain and hair loss and libido. Like when you were dreaming this up, you know, how did you see those other you know, main symptoms as playing a role in the greater, you know, midlife care. So we started interviewing women and we, we did about 150 interviews about the different things they were going through. And as you know, they're all related to, to what happens to women in midlife and when estrogen is declining and when your body is changing during this time. And what we realized is we really wanted to start a company to solve all of it that it didn't, we didn't want to have only one of those things. We wanted people to, to basically give access to care to solve all of it. And by the way, you didn't even talk about bones, for example. Bones is a big one, right? Making sure that we have strong bones as we get older. That's a really important one that it's hard to get care. Sexual health and libido, which you talk about all the time, that is so underserved. And so few women get the right care for that. They don't even know what questions to ask, right? So we wanted to start with the questions and make sure they understood um, the questions, so then they could ask them and get the right care. The uh, so basically, what we realized is that all these things are interconnected, and so what we wanted to do is bring all the different disciplines together and say, if you are a woman in midlife, we can have expert care for you for all these variety of symptoms. Now it puts a lot more pressure on you, Heather, and other doctors that we're working with to train our practitioners. Because it's a lot of training. You can't just hire people. It's a lot of training and making sure that all of that knowledge that you have, we're able to train all of our amazing nurse practitioners to do that. So it's a lot more, it's a lot more effort and work than just hiring people. It's a lot of training. But I feel really good about that because our goal is to scale to scale access to great care. And um, you know, with our training and our protocols, we can do that. Yeah. Everyone always says, you know that um, it feels like providing a holistic approach and holistic can have certain different connotations depending on how you use it. But when holistic in this context really means that you're not just uh, hot flashes, you're not just weight gain, like these things all are a domino effect and one thing affects another. And speaking of things that affect another, you know, I really became so in, in excited about Mindy as I was on the medical advisory board and working on some of these amazing protocols with Dr. Mindy Goldman. And so I'd love to have Mindy on the show. 
she's going to come on soon. But how did you and Dr. Goldman meet? Because, you know, she has such specialized knowledge in cancer survivorship that I think is something so unique and so special that Mitty's also focusing on. Yeah, so part of our interviews, when I mentioned to you we were interviewing women, we ended up interviewing a number of women who had had cancer or were at high risk for cancer. And they said, there's nothing that can happen to help me. And so that was interesting to us. And we tried to figure out, is that really the case? And by then asking um, around, we found out that Dr. Goldman was really the world's expert in this. And we were lucky because she's in uh, close by at UCSF. And we went to go talk to her. And she basically said, there is a nine to 12 month waiting list to see me. And people fly from all over the world to see me. I want to give more people access to the type of care that I provide. So what she was interested in doing is joining us so she could train our practitioners. Her, her legacy, which I just love, her, she really wants her legacy to be that more women get treatment. Yeah. And so she's training all of our practitioners to offer her special care. Yeah. And, you know, ever since I do that, I get these text messages from women. You know, my I had breast cancer. My vagina feels like sandpaper. Am I never going to be able to have sex again? Or, um, you know, I've gained 25 pounds since I've been on these treatments. Is there anything you can do to help me? Um, and, and so I, I feel really excited about the fact that we can offer that type of care and that we can, we can help this pretty big population of women who have been turned down for care. Also, you know, a lot of doctors uh, don't offer the care because they're scared. So for example, you have the BRCA gene and your doctor says, oh, you can't have hormone therapy. You have the BRCA gene. Well, actually, that's not always the case. And so Dr. Goldman is the expert in all of this. And she can tell you if you really can have hormone therapy or not, because she's done all that work. And a lot of people just don't want to do the work to tell you because they don't know the answers. Yeah, I know. I agree. There is a lot of fear. There is a lot of bias. There is a lot of myths and misconceptions, you know, around hormone therapy in general. So I'm thinking as you were chatting, how did we end up meeting? Actually, you probably don't know this, but not too long ago, I was scrolling back through my LinkedIn messages because I, I don't use LinkedIn all that much. I'm trying to get better. I'm trying to get better. And I noticed you messaged me like way back in the fall of like 2021. And I probably didn't answer because I don't really check my LinkedIn. But, you know, how did I, I kind of want our listeners to know how did we meet? But in real time, I'm thinking like, how did we meet? Um, I started listening to your TikToks and watching your Instagram and oh just gosh. going, oh, my goodness, this woman is amazing. <laughs> And uh, then also I listened to your interview with Dr. Avram Blooming, and um, I now send that to everyone. I think it's yeah. just an extraordinary interview. Yeah. So it, I, I cannot tell you how many hundreds of, hundreds of women I have sent that to. But uh, after listening to that, I reached out to you and I basically said, Dr. Hirsch, you have to join our advisory board and help us because I'm just such a fangirl. I think that was the word I used, but, yeah. um, <laughs> you know, it's so funny. The pandemic was another thing where like, I never thought I was actually, I, I actually never thought I was going to teach. I never thought I was going to be a teacher. Like teacher was newer in my vocabulary. I wanted to just like do my own thing, put my head down. And it really wasn't until like I switched out of my OBGYN residency. I started working with my internal medicine colleagues that I started teaching. And I realized that there was something magical about it that I like had these magical like 
secret sauce that I didn't know that I had. And it wasn't just teaching colleagues, it was teaching my patients. So when I realized I loved teaching my patients, you know, I was getting my hair done one day and my hairdresser was like, you really should go on TikTok. And like everyone else, I said, like, literally, no, I don't need another thing to do. No one is on TikTok who cares about menopause. Um, but it turned out to be one of the best decisions I ever made. And not just that, but speaking into a camera is something I realized that I, I wasn't all that terrible at. And so, you know, the pandemic really opened up all these different channels to, to really give women's health like a makeover. Yeah, so, so much fun. And so I started joining, um, I, I, I was initially on the ad advisory board and I was um, helping to create protocols and thinking through all the things. And one day, I know what happened. One day I called you and I said, Joanne, I'm so excited. How, I want to scale this with you, right? I was like, I want to scale this. And you were like, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> and then we just started dreaming up things together. Yeah. So, you know, what we need to do is train an army of amazing practitioners to do this type of care. And so what you've been doing already is training women to do this type of care. So what's most exciting to me is that you can now train our practitioners to give the, the knowledgeable care that, that you give. And so it's the same thing as I was talking about with Dr. Goldman. I need to scale you, Dr. Hirsch, right? I need to scale your brain. I need to scale your expertise and uh, use technology and um, use that the the connectivity of the internet to basically take your brain and get it give many more women access to it. Yeah. And that to me is just super exciting. It's super exciting to me too. I mean, I have a lot of angry patients in Boston or sad, <laughs> sad and or angry. Now we're gonna be in Boston really soon. By by very soon we'll be in Boston. They can come we see you. Able to, yes, I know as as I was saying, you know, leaving seeing patients one on one to scale my brain was it was a tough decision, right? Like you kind of, we we both kind of thought about like, oh my goodness. But ultimately I could not stop thinking about how, I, really Julie, I could not stop thinking about how I knew MIDI was going to be the next biggest thing, the next best thing, like taking women's health, not just this makeover, but to the next level. Yeah, I mean, I think everyone deserves access to great care, right? And And if we can scale great care cost-effectively, then we can really change the world by giving women the care they need and helping them to feel better. I, I, that's all I want to do. That's all I want to do is be able to reach, you know, more than just a few lucky thousands, right. But, but millions of women. And I'm so excited that we got to partner because I couldn't do this without you. And I can do this without all the things that you went through and thought through and organized it like during the pandemic. Yeah, well, that's why it's going to be really fun. I'm, I'm, we've already started working together. I would say I was looking forward to working with you, but we've already started. And, yeah. you know, your input on our protocols was really important as we think through, um, for, I mean, particularly on the hormone protocol, but really on all the protocols, helping to educate women on, you know, what's appropriate for them and a personalized solution, not a one size fits all solution, but a personalized solution based on their risk factors and their lifestyle and everything else, making sure that we can give them customized care plans for each of them. And your, um, your guidance on those protocols has been invaluable. It's been really fun working with like this clinical leadership team to really, to really, and it's been challenging for me, which I really love. I love a good challenge. It's so challenging to say, how do you give individualized personalized care and make it into a protocol? But that's what we're doing. It's magic. And it's so exciting. So I want to ask, 
what is the next biggest thing that you're super excited about on like a smaller scale than like we want to change the world but like what is the next big thing that's coming that like gets you so excited um so we're going to introduce a special thing you know a lot of women come to us for skin and hair and quite honestly I, I, there's this belief that it's just about beauty, but it's not. It's actually really tied to their emotional well-being and to depression and anxiety because people don't feel good about themselves. Mm-hmm. And so there are um, personalized products that we can hopefully start creating next year that are really medical, medical, not not you know, and and able to actually really um, help people. And so our goal is to to do that and uh, also to do, you know give access at a really reasonable price point to those types of products instead of making them really expensive. Yeah. So very excited about that. And then also a lot of lifestyle things. I think people need advice on, on exercises they can do in midlife. Um, they need advice on diet they can do in midlife. There's a lot that we can do to help people um, with their lifestyle that can make a difference in their life as well. And so I'm excited to introduce that to the platform. Yeah. Well, I'm excited you had terrible perimenopausal anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> Not really, but you know, without that, I don't know if we'd be here today. I know. You know, I've interviewed women who like really literally have thought about quitting their jobs or have left their jobs because of these symptoms that are completely manageable with the right care. So I do feel like part of this is enabling women to make sure that they're making the right choices for themselves by getting access to great care and then knowing they don't have to be disabled by this or, you know, demoralized by it, that that it's a, a possibility for them to to get the type of care that they deserve so they can feel better. I know, I know. You said it perfectly when you said, I didn't really even know what perimenopause was or that it was its own separate thing. I was still having periods and experiencing all of this. And I think one thing that Mitty is also going to do besides treat patients, but I hope, I think, I wonder if we also don't help to uh, create more awareness for women you know, earlier, a decade earlier, right? Then whenever these symptoms start, start appearing, so they feel really prepared. They know where to go. They know where to turn and they know who's giving good, reliable evidence-based care. You know, we actually have a lot of women coming to us in their thirties, right? And they're saying, I want to get ready. I want to know what to expect, or I want to prepare my body so that I don't get demoralized. Or, you know, a lot of them talk about their moms, quite honestly, I will you know, say so many people come to me and say, you know, my mom was really, this was really painful for her. She was you know, anxious, not sleeping, crying. And I don't want to be like my mom. So how can you help me so I don't end up like her? And that's, that's both painful and optimistic that we can try to make people's lives better. I know. Yeah. That's a really, really good visit is letting someone know that it doesn't have to be the same trajectory. And I think that's also when a lot of women are like, oh, that's what was going on with mom. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> you know, right. For- for decades, it was really, it's, if, it, if it's still kind of invisible, you know, I can't imagine, I, I can, I can only imagine from what I hear from my patients, right, how it was, you know, 20 years ago, 40 years ago. I mean, it's, it's just crazy, but to really revolutionize women's midlife health is a really, really vital thing for something specifically that you said is that, you know, women retire earlier, they leave the workforce earlier, things like weight and hair loss affect their self-esteem, affect so many things about our health that they're really, really intertwined into our health, our well-being as a whole person. Yeah, I think that's right. So I'm excited to be working with you on this. I'm 
I'm so excited. For, I'm so excited for the opportunity. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much. Thank you, Joanna, for taking time out of your busy schedule. I've seen your calendar. I know how busy it is. <laughs> and uh, we'll be back with a brand new episode, everyone, next week. I'll see you then. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. If I haven't already done so, thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to my show. Consider subscribing so you never miss an episode. Also, if you love the show, your stars or a quick review could really help other women who are searching for information on menopause and midlife around the globe find this show. If you want to work with me, consider the Reclaiming Menopause Masterclass. The link for that is in the description to this show. Thank you again from the bottom of my heart for all your support, and I'll see you next week for a brand new episode. Episode.